Welcome to the House of Cinema podcast. I am your host, Joe Aragon, and in the house today, revisiting Lego Batman. But before I jump into the movie or anything like that, I do have a brand new guest with me. Maya is here, aka MXM Tune, singer, songwriter, Overwatch player extraordinaire. <laughs> Here to talk about Lego Batman. Maya, how are you? I'm good. This is like probably one of the best work days I've had in a while. Not often that you get to like <laughs> talk with like a friend about a movie, more specifically Lego Batman out of all things. So I'm, I'm really excited to talk with you today. I want to go back a, a few steps here. I said your your artist name, MXM Tune, correctly. Yes, you did. And you made a TikTok recently saying, you know, people don't say it correctly all the time. <laughs> what do people usually say or, or what do they get wrong? There's like a couple iterations, which I totally understand. I grew up in the age of like, you know, screen names or like usernames having like XX, like Star oh, yeah, Destroyer yeah. XX. And so like a lot of times I think like X's are read as silent or also in place of like a vowel. So most times I'll get mom tune as the oh, most popular pronunciation, tune. which is it's grown on me. I'm definitely yeah, I don't hate the that. mom friend. Yeah, I'm not, I don't hate it either. It's definitely mm-hmm. not what i would want to use for music but from like a <laughs> colloquial standpoint like i'm totally fine with it i i've claimed it and grown with it but there's other ones there's ones that like i've heard moon town uh eminem tune uh <laughs> maximum tune like it, it oh, that one's goes cool. on yeah very that very cool, cool. <laughs> that one should be your burner account on overwatch i should right <laughs> maximum <laughs> tune speaking of overwatch so you and i met on the internet yes mm-hmm. that's where we became friends where everybody meets nowadays yeah exactly and one day you posted a TikTok about Overwatch, and I was like, let's queue up, Maya. <laughs> and then we queued up, and we've been ever friends ever since. Does that I sound know. right? I know. Yes, and you're a Symmetra main, and I actually also, I play Symmetra a lot too, so I've got to like, you know, give you the reins on that sometimes, but I'll heal you. <laughs> I'll heal Joe, no worries. <laughs> to be fair, this might turn into an Overwatch episode, but... Um, <laughs> I'm now a Widowmaker main because I had this Whoa, one okay. cracked Widowmaker game. And I was, there. was there to witness it. I was it. there to witness it. It was actually insane. My jaw was on the floor. I, <laughs> he, Joe's found his new calling. I'm sorry, House of Cinema. You yeah. are going to have to turn into an Overwatch podcast. House of Overwatch sure. is now transi- <laughs> transitioned to that one. <laughs> oh, um, my gosh. But we're not here to talk about Overwatch. We are here to talk about Lego Batman. And some people might think, wow, Joe, you chose a weird movie to talk about <laughs> with uh, Maya here. But people listening, I did not choose this movie. <laughs> this was not chosen it's by not me. It's not Joe's fault. It's not. It was Joe's chosen fault. by Maya. I I reached out to her. I was like, "Pick a movie that you love." And this yep. is one of two answers you gave. What was the other answer? Do you remember? The Secret Life of Walter Mitty, which is oh, also one of my good favorite choice. movies. Mm-hmm. Why Lego Batman is why is what people are going to wonder. Why Lego Batman? I think anyone who wonders that has never seen the movie before, because once you watch it, it is probably one of the best pieces of like animated work I've ever seen and like movie form and every time I watch it I'm just reminded of like man I wish there was more movies like this and I watched it recently in preparation for this podcast and I was like no yeah I made the right choice this is a (laughs) this is a great movie (laughs) so the first segment we always do on this podcast for these types of episodes is tell us your first memory with the movie if you have a story to tell sometimes you don't have a story to tell I know that happens sometimes but do you have a, a first memory with lego batman do you see it in theaters was it at home with friends what was the situation what was it like i cannot remember the first time i watched it but i the most like early on memory of when i did i think lego batman came out in like it was like 2017 or something so yep, 2017 yeah oh wow great guesswork maya i i remember watching it 
with my brother over the pandemic. And so I'm from California. Mm -hmm. And one thing Californians, especially Northern Californians, are really good at is getting high. And so (laughs) what my brother and I did is we took took some edibles and we were sitting on the couch like not really doing anything and we were scrolling through like hbo max or max now i guess is what they're calling it i it's so <laughs> stupid a of different a conversation for yeah a i know day. it is called max though it's i can't just with that. Max. what a nightmare <laughs> you should drop that. just the mxm and just be tuned <laughs> that's not a bad idea oh my god yeah i gotta hire the marketing department at hbo i So we're scrolling through the catalog and we were looking at, and I think I just recently watched the Lego movie because I had been using it as reference for an album I was working on because everything is awesome. It's like an incredible song that stuck with me when I first watched that movie. But we watched Lego Batman while we were stoned out of our minds and my brother and I are just like sitting on the couch, losing our minds, laughing so hard at what was going on. And I think that was like my reminder in that moment, like, oh, this movie's incredible. Like, I, I'm so bummed there hasn't been like a Lego Batman two. I don't think, maybe there never will be one. But that was one of my memories that I thought of. It's, it's great. It's like the ultimate movie that I think is, it's rated PG, but it's not meant for PG. Yeah, yeah, good point. It's a really good point. Some people might wonder why Lego Batman over the Lego movie. Is there a certain distinction that? the Batman movie has over the Lego movie that you tend to go with Batman more? Are you like a secret big Batman fan? Ooh, you know what? I am more of like a Marvel Comics girl, but I think when it comes to like Lego Batman, it is really cool to see like this pre-established universe that we've seen so many times over. I cannot even count the number of times Batman has been put into a movie form, TV form, etc. So seeing that like have a, a take that feels so refreshing after mm-hmm. so many iterations of it, I feel like is really engaging as like an audience member. Cause I watched it and I was like, oh, this is just opposite of like everything Batman usually is where he's like serious and brooding. And like in this movie, he's being made fun of as this like total emo boy who kind of <laughs> sucks and is super like awful. So I don't know. I like that juxtaposition a lot for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And I feel like, that's why people tend to love this movie so much because we have gotten oh, like what three or four different iterations of Batman who are all mm-hmm. super serious and they have a hard life and his parents are dead. There's like very little comedy mm-hmm. to Batman. And this is the one, well, I guess the Adam <laughs> West like 60s, 50s version is comedy, but this yes. is like the most modern version of a comedy for Batman. So like, I get it. Yeah. I, get I mean, it. he's literally a SoundCloud rapper in this he movie. Is. Like- this is true. <laughs> this is true. There's a lot of first. I rewatched this movie for the first time in probably since 2017 when I initially saw it to prepare for this podcast. And I'm glad I did because I feel (laughs) like I kind of forgot how funny it was. Yes. This is very my brand of humor too. All of the (laughs) the one-liners. I'm a big fan of like the subtle jokes, like the jokes that like someone says like in the background. I Mm -hmm. always laugh really loud. There's that one line like I think they're – He's like leaving. Batman is leaving some parade of like Gotham. And there's one guy in the background who goes, Batman, I love you more than my own children. It's like (laughs) that sort of thing is so funny to me. I think I even wrote that down because it's those (laughs) quotes in the background that aren't like the focus of the scene that Mm -hmm. kill me. Always kill me. Or like the 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 throwaway lines I tend to really like. Totally. I'll get to those in a second because I I wrote down a couple more. Okay, perfect. I love that brand of comedy. This really works. 
I'm really excited to talk about it because I don't really have a first memory like you. I unfortunately did not get stoned to watch it. Now I, <laughs> now I might because it sounds like a great time. Um, but I was a big fan of Lego Movie in 2014, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed this when it came out. Um, I did see it in theaters, but it wasn't like a big event. I feel like I went, came home. That was it. No real interesting story to Lego Batman, but I'm excited to talk about it with you. Before we jump into our favorite scenes and things like that, let's go over some basic info for the listeners. Came out February 10th, 2017. Directed by Chris McKay, who has a new movie coming out on April 21st. No, what's today? April 14th, which is today. Called Renfield, which is a vampire movie with Nicolas Cage and Nicolas Holt. I saw it. I think it's good. Not amazing. Um, maybe if it was in Lego form, it might maybe have been better. That Honestly. Is so true. If Honestly. it was Lego Renfield, that would have been pretty cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm not going to go over the entire cast because there is way too many people, but I will read off the main cast here Batman's played by Will Arnett. Joker is Zach Galifianakis. Robin is Michael Sarah. Batgirl or Barbara Gordon is Rosario Dawson. Alfred is Ray Fiennes. Harley Quinn is Jenny Slate. The mayor is Mariah Carey. Did not know that. Wait, really? Yeah. I had no. I was wondering what the heck who was playing her. I'm That's surprised crazy. they didn't have like the mayor sing. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. Wow. Um, Mariah Carey sheer voice acting. Insane. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill and Channing Tatum reprised their role as Superman and the and Green Lantern from the Lego Movie. <laughs> I love Superman in all these movies. By the way. True. Uh, and then I wrote down Adam Devine's The Flash. But again, there's like 20 more celebrities in this movie who plays mm-hmm. just small, small roles. But that's like the core cast here. The next segment we always do is what is the most interesting or the funniest fact you could find on IMDb? Usually, I'll let you know this. Okay. The IMDb, fa- IMDb facts for movies is just wild. There's a lot <laughs> of great stuff. I noticed for this movie, not as uh, the plethora wasn't as bountiful. There wasn't really? as much as I would I would like to see. Oh, disappointing. Here's a here's a couple I wrote down that semi interesting. Uh, like the first Lego movie, this movie was also snubbed for animated feature at the Oscars, which Crime. is something that people tend to get really upset about. Mm-hmm. And to add salt to the wound for Lego Batman. The Boss Baby was nominated for Best Animated Feature that year. What the fuck? But not Lego Batman. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. People were pretty upset when the Lego movie wasn't nominated back in 2014. So they thought, well, surely Batman, Lego Batman will get nominated because the Oscars, the Academy has learned the error in their ways. Nope. That's not the case. But they got the Boss Baby, so don't worry about it. (laughs) The other thing I wrote down is kind of referencing what we talked about, what you mentioned earlier about a canceled sequel. So at one point, there was a sequel that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was announced. It was in the works. <laughs> Same director. It was going to happen. It was set to release 2022. That was last year. Ugh. But what happened was the rights to DC Comics were owned by Warner Brothers, were acquired by Universal, and basically it canceled the sequel. Killed it. That... Oh my God! I've there never is a silver been lining, so though. sad yeah. about a murder. What's the what's the silver lining? Please give me some hope. In June 2022, the director revealed a script is being written, <gasps> and it would focus on Batman's relationship with the Justice League, particularly Superman. And the main villains would be Lex Luthor and some other person I've never heard of. Oh. Um, and Waldron or the uh, writers revealed the film was tentatively titled 
Lego Super Friends. Stop. I need it right now in my life. What the so, heck? It's not impossible. I think, like, this movie is pretty successful. Well, it is very successful. People love it. I think it would be a smart idea. People love the Lego movies in general. Yeah. So I think this it's will work. It's been a minute since we've got, like, a good one. I, I'm wondering where they went. Because for me, I guess the only ones. One? Yeah, I think it is. Maybe there's like the children's programs and stuff that they make. But like for me, my mind only comes up with like the Lego movie, Lego movie 2 and Lego Batman. Oh, there was also the Lego Ninjago movie. That I have not seen. <laughs> that came out the same year, 2017. Damn, apparently. it got overshadowed. I saw the Ninjago Lego movie in Ninjago. theaters too. Did you actually? Are you a big Ninjago fan? I'm not a Ninjago <laughs> fan. I don't even know what Ninjago is, if I'm being completely honest. I have honest. no idea either. I think it's like a subdivision of Lego or like they're like it's like a different, I don't know. I don't know what Ninjago is really. I know what Bionicle is. That's not the same oh, thing though. I need a Lego Bionicle movie that I could get on board with. You know, I read a story one time that Lego was like on the brink of like bankruptcy and failure. And it wasn't until Bionicle that brought him back. If it wasn't for Bionicle, Lego would be dead. Whoa. Possibly. I don't, That's I don't know. a really weird thought to think of a world with no Lego. With no I, Lego, I right? can't do that. That's not possible. I remember liking the Lego Ninjago movie. Like, I thought it was pretty funny. It's not as funny as Batman. I wish uh, that Lego I could. Letterbox would have been a thing so I could see the catalog of Lego Ninjago Lego, reviews. Lego Ninjago. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways... There is a possibility of a future Lego Super Friends movie. So with enough support, maybe it'll happen. Who knows? I'm going to turn my whole career into just a Lego Super Friends campaign. <laughs> I think that's the most effective use of my time and energy. Need to probably rename your next album to support Lego Super Friends release or something <laughs> like that. Or like all uh, proceeds will go all to proceeds go towards Lego Super Friends Lego production. Movie. Something oh, like that. Man. Yeah, very logical idea. I think my managers will be super on board with that. I'm sure they would be pumped. Yes. <laughs> uh, guess the Rotten Tomato score. Before Ooh. we do this, okay. what are your thoughts on Rotten Tomatoes? There's been a lot of Rotten Tomatoes discourse lately, and I'm the, curious if you have any thoughts yeah. on it. I think it's like, it's a hit or a miss. I feel like there's sometimes a obviously big disconnect between audience versus critic. I try not to like pay too much attention to it because there's a lot of like objectively bad movies that I still end up enjoying in my mm -hmm, own time. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, it doesn't hold too much weight with me. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's interesting to see like what critics will think are is good or versus bad and i try to you know i think lego or audience scores are a lot more telling at least in my book because i don't know i think i do fall into the camp of i think critics sometimes don't know how to have a little bit of fun or like whoa i know i know whoa. okay okay how yeah. did you see mario not yet no mm. i haven't is it because the critics said it was bad no, it's not because of that. I think it's like I'm I'm less in the Nintendo franchise world than I oh. am in like the superhero franchise world. Really? Sure. I feel like you were like a big Animal Crossing person. I am, but they're not in the movie. So I don't know. What am True. I going to see? What and also they, they the talk like... Nah, 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 nah. Like I don't <laughs> think <laughs> well, that they That's impressive. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you've done that before. Like I definitely had... have, yes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no way you did that on the fly. <laughs> I practiced two minutes before hanging in here yet. <laughs> You just knew it was going to come up. Um, yeah, okay. I feel bad for my Animal Crossing's village. I haven't been there in, in a year or so. Hope they're doing okay. 
I, I hope they're hanging in. I, like, logged in, I think, last year out of sheer guilt. And they were like, no, it's been, like, three years. And I was like, there's cobwebs everywhere. Like, cockroaches. So sad. <laughs> Disparity, famine, yeah. with fires breaking out everywhere. Yeah. I would imagine it's bad. Um, it's not our fault. They, they just don't have content, in my opinion. It's true. There's nothing to do. There's I did everything do. I could do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes, I agree with you. Hit or miss. I think the important thing about Rotten Tomatoes that I always tend to tell people, since people like to ask me how do I feel about it, um, is you have to understand how it works. First of all, it's an aggregate score. If a movie is 90%, this mean Rotten Tomatoes has assigned it a 90% and it's an A movie. It just means that uh, 90% of the critics who watched it gave it a positive review. And then mm. at that point, it's really important to know, well, what's a positive review? Uh, you know, 7 out of 10 is technically positive, so... If you get a movie that has 300 7 out of 10s, it's going to have 100% on Tomatoes. Does that mean it's amazing? No. But it's a good way to gauge consensus. How do people kind of generally feel about the movie? Mm. Uh, I think if you look at it that way, it's not the worst way to look at a movie or to have at least an expectation. Um, Critics can be be dumb. They can be uh, not fun, like you said. I completely agree. They can be kind of boring, (laughs) sticks in the mud. Uh, Audiences can be pretty dumb uh, they also tend True. to sometimes be a little bit more uh hyper uh well how do, what's a good word not is like people. bias the right word like bias is a good word but sometimes people are just uh misogynist and they don't want to don't like a movie because a woman's in it and they really just true. bomb the movie so critics tend to not do that which is nice audiences tend to which is dumb but take everything with a grain of salt is, is the ultimate moral of the story Mm -hmm. watch it for yourself and uh determine how you feel but with all that said (laughs) can you still guess the rotten tomato score for this movie if you had a guess what the critics gave this movie what do you think it'd be the critics the critics i am less sure about i want to say stuffy critics i know well the fact it didn't get nominated for an oscar i feel like is kind of telling of like what the critics lens of it is maybe i want to guess like maybe like a 83 percent I feel okay. like they probably still enjoyed it. What do you think the audience gave it? Maybe like a 92. What if I told you you were very wrong <gasps> and you basically need to flip them? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, at least I like kind of got the numbers correct. Yeah, kind of. Sure. Oh, okay. Okay. What's the actual rating? Critics I'm so gave curious. it a 90%. Okay. 90% of critics gave it a positive review. Audience gave the movie an 80%. Wow. Audiences, only about 80% audiences gave the Lego Batman movie a positive review. I think yeah. my opinion on critics has flipped. I think critics know how to have fun. I think audiences don't know how to have fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not, it's a little surprising because how many people have you met in your life where you say, you've seen the Lego Batman? And the response is, yeah, I hate that movie. Literally none. I can't think of a single person. Maybe people just don't watch it. I feel like it kind of skipped over like a good section of individuals who probably would enjoy the movie. That's possible. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I can't can't give you a reason why. Just audiences, 10% less of them like the Lego movie. I'm going to find that 10%. I'm going to (laughs) change their mind. I can fix them. You can fix them. Perfect. (laughs) Uh, Let's move to our favorite scenes of the movie. Cool. I'm trying to think. As the guest of honor. (laughs) What's that? What's one of your favorite scenes from the Lego Batman movie? I mentioned it earlier about Batman being a SoundCloud rapper, but I think that was like the first scene that totally sold me on it is when he puts on his like, let's get nuts mix or whatever as he's fighting <laughs> in that first sequence. And um, it's just, I 
feel like it totally sold me on just okay. like Will Arnett being Batman and like musical musicality is obviously like a huge part of Lego movie and Lego Batman. And so it's fun to like see that be played with in like a superhero setting for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's one of my favorites. I'd say the sequence too of Michael Sarah's Robin meeting Batman for the first time is also one of my favorites. That's a good one. I think Michael Sarah as Robin is just like fantastic. Such a good casting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, I will say I was first sold in this movie basically the opening credits because the credits mm-hmm. open and he's like talking he, over he's them. like he's narrating over like the title cards <laughs> it's so batman like it, it's that's so, so what he would do yes and i like that he's like rat pack i don't know who those people are he's like <laughs> warner bros Literally. why do they call them brothers i don't know <laughs> oh my gosh i wish every movie would open like that i just I love do too. I it's do like too. so unserious it's so unserious it's so fun how do you feel about the relationship between batman and joker should they I, have kissed at the end? They should absolutely have kissed. Are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> the tension. I, that was also the thing, too. It's just, like, funny watching it and, like, being old enough to understand a lot of the jokes. It's very, like, SpongeBob core where mm. everything that's written in it is, like, a insinuation of something else. Like, when Batman says, like, I don't have, like, one villain that I fight against. I like to fight a lot of villains. There's not, like, I'm, like, you're, this is so funny. And I'm so curious to, like, know the perspective of, like, a seven-year-old who watched this movie and had it, like, fly over their head for, like, 80% of the dialogue, I feel like. Mm -hmm. There's so many things I want to comment on right now. One, I was waiting for the moment for one of us to do the Batman voice. (laughs) You were the first to do it, which is very appropriate. Thank you for that. You did a great job. Thank you. Uh, you mentioned SpongeBob Core, which is another just great reference. I completely agree; it is SpongeBob Core. Mm-hmm. Speaking of SpongeBob, I'm hoping you're a fan. I am late to the party. I was not allowed to Whoa. watch SpongeBob growing up, so I've had to like do my own homework as an adult now because I missed out on like the pivotal experience of watching the show. Mm-hmm. But I'd say because it is such like a huge pop culture thing. Even if you haven't seen SpongeBob and I haven't seen all of SpongeBob, I still understand like most of the references that people put in. Okay, that's good. So you're not totally out of the loop. Not totally, but yeah, no. It is an embarrassing fact to admit that I was a SpongeBobless child. So I've got to be a SpongeBob full adult. Yes. Did you have any replacement for that? Did you watch anything that was popular? I was not allowed to watch like Disney shows and Cartoon Network stuff, but the one thing that I was allowed to watch was Boomerang. So I'd watch like the cartoons and stuff on there, and I remember watching a lot of Justice League actually. So Batman and like superheroes generally were like the one on limits thing for me, which is why I think I have like an unhealthy attachment to them now at 22. (laughs) (laughs) No, no Hannah Montana then? No Hannah Montana. I had to live out the Hannah Montana life, you know? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Now you're just living the life. I'm just living the life i get the best of both worlds that's wow that's fair that's good that was good did not expect that one thank you um wow that's uh, lots to take in i I was a big spongebob person growing up love spongebob i wasn't a big hannah montana person my sisters were so of course by that association i liked hannah montana (laughs) boomerang didn't watch a lot of boomerang that's okay i don't think many kids did honestly i think i was like the one child who was probably on the viewer list for it not by okay. choice either, just by sheer necessity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Uh, back to Batman. Um, your thoughts on all of the villains that appear in this movie that are not actually Batman villains? 
your thoughts on them and who's your favorite oh the condiment person i love them <laughs> like are you kidding me that was so funny i also love the fact that you can like see a lot of these villains and then you can watch them show up in like suicide squad later like what is it the, the polka dots man oh I, yeah he did show i was that was funny when i was rewatching this i was like oh polka dot oh, yeah. man i know who like, that is now that was my first introduction to him and then when i watched suicide squad later i was like i've seen you before where have i seen you before <laughs> um it's so fun i love like i don't know we focus so much on heroes it's fun to like get a movie that's all about the villains and kind of like them teaming up with batman against more villains and like i don't when the freaking like tower of sauron shows up like are you kidding me what a crossover that's insane so yeah that was my my question who is your favorite non-batman villain that shows up like sauron shows up yeah the gremlins show up (laughs) the wizard of oz villains show up yeah uh who else i'm missing some lord voldemort shows up that okay that I think is my favorite because the fact that they have Ray Fiennes <laughs> in the movie as Alfred and he's Amazing. not voicing Voldemort is so funny to me. Yes, they had him and like fully accessible, and yet <laughs> here we are. I feel like I'm missing somebody big that was a villain. King Kong shows up, that's right? There's also I think Godzilla's in it. Is it um, Godzilla? Did they even say it was Godzilla, or they I don't just know if they say it? There's it a shark. Like is it the shark from Jaws? That it shows is the up? shark from Jaws. <laughs> Bruce, he shows up. I forgot. <laughs> so funny! Oh my god, that is great. I do love that the shark from Jaws shows up. It's yeah. so good. That's yeah, I was I wondering like, how they got the rights to all of those things. I'm sure there's like something. Universal probably owns Amblin, which is Steven Spielberg's company. Because if you go to Universal Studios. Uh, there's a Jaws ride. Oh, true. Yeah. And Universal Studios has Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. And Universal Studios has King Kong. Man. Because there's a, there's a King Kong ride, or there used to be a King Kong ride. Don't know if it's there anymore, actually. I think they changed it to Fast and Furious ride. I think they did, because I went actually to Universal Studios for the first time and did the, the like, tour. I had never gone before. I went last year and, like... That was your first time? It was my first time. Oh, wow. I I haven't been to Disney World. I haven't done, like, the amusement park thing. The one time I went to Six Flags with my family, we got into a car accident on the way. So, like... no. No, we're all good. Everyone was safe. We ended up going. Um, But, yeah, no, I went for the first time and... I was totally blown away. Well, blown away by it. It was it was a great time. But yeah, I'm gonna have LA to go or, back. or Florida. L.A. Okay, I okay. would love to go to Florida though. My grandma's down there. Maybe I'll find myself in uh, in Florida for Universal. I mean, Studios. I love California stuff. I'm I'm also from California, Southern California. Whoop, whoop. But I've heard I've heard around the grapevine that the D- Disney World's obviously massive, much mm-hmm. bigger than Disneyland in California, and that the Universal Studios in Orlando. Same thing, just bigger, bigger and better, allegedly. Land costs less there. I think yeah. that they just have more room to play around with it. Less laws, more real estate. They've got, you know, all the flexibility in the world. That's what yeah. I would imagine as well. Yes, but, for sure. Yeah, so I think Universal just owns all of these, and that's why, like, Lord of the Rings. Well, there's no Lord of the Rings ride, but there should be. There should and be, absolutely. I think there's some type of, like, parent company to... The whole deal. So all these characters showing up was a great, great, uh, great moment for me as well. I was really excited to see that. Mm -hmm. Any other scenes that stick out to you is like, I always think about this scene. I always laugh at this scene. I think the one that comes to mind (laughs) is like, uh, I feel like I just think of lines of dialogue more than I think of like. Perfect. Let's move to our favorite quotes then. What are some lines of dialogue that you love? Well, okay. One of my favorites that I reference all the time is when 
Robin's talking to Batman and he's like, oh, you know, the children at the orphanage, they call me, my name's Richard, but they call me Dick. And, and Batman goes, <laughs> children can be cruel. I like laugh so hard. That line is so funny. And it, it's so like immediate and you can miss it so easily that like, I, I will rewatch it. I think I only caught it on like my second watch of it where I was that's like, amazing. that's hilarious. And then there's the other line that's not as witty, but when Joker's like rubbing his butt all over Batman's car and he goes, I'm rubbing my butt all over your things. I'm going to call this the buttmobile. Like I laughed way too loud at that. So those are I, a couple of my favorites. <laughs> I think what I love about this movie is that certain scenes, like all the big scenes I love, but it's like the, again, like the small stuff I really like. Mm-hmm. There's a scene in the beginning of the movie after Batman saves the day and, you know, captures the Joker and tells the Joker, you're not my villain. Or I don't <laughs> care about you. He goes back home to the Batcave. And I love that he just addresses the computer as pewter. <laughs> pewter. Like, pewter. <laughs> Did I get an email? And like the, <laughs> the computer is like, yes, you got three pieces of mail. And he's like, what is it? It's like, yo, the penny saver, bills, <laughs> and a coupon from Bath and Bed Bath & Beyond. But it expires in two weeks. But I've heard if you tell them that they'll, they'll still honor it after the expiration date <laughs> it's like shit like that i fucking love i think it's so it's fucking like funny so dry but so funny oh man and then later on in that scene he goes into like his bat theater to watch a movie <laughs> and this is so it's like nothing it's like a nothing it's like a throwaway scene but it's a scene that i think is one super relatable and that's why i find it funny mm-hmm is he sits down in a the theater, he turns on like the, the screen and he's like has to choose HDMI options. And he's scrolling down and he like chooses HDMI three, clicks it, and it's like no signal. And he's like, oh, oh wait, 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 wait. It's like a different one. And he goes back and he does it again to choose it. But like that shit's so funny because the amount of times I turn on my TV, I'm like, oh fuck, which one is it like to watch a movie? Like which one is it to watch Netflix or something like that? Superheroes, they're just like us. <laughs> they're just like us, Maya. They're just like us. Oh man. Uh yeah. So it's like all that that makes me laugh a lot. Uh I like the quote in the very beginning when Joker is taking the plane. <laughs> the two pilots are just like chilling and, and flying the plane. And they play rock, paper, scissors to find out who's going to check the back because they heard a noise. <laughs> and the guy who loses goes, I'm a loser at home and I'm a loser at work. <laughs> after he loses. Oh so, gosh. like, we, we didn't need that, but we got it. And it was really, really funny. Every line. It's like, I think it's just the attention to detail. I feel like probably maybe I'd love to know the rate of improvisation that, like, a lot of the lines of dialogue ended up being because there's no shot that they just wrote down all that stuff. Like, it's. I agree. I, I think agree. they were just having fun. Everyone yeah. that was a part of the movie sounded like they were having a blast while they were doing it. They yeah. clearly were. Like, cause mm-hmm. they, like, all those like, little one liners can't, like you said, there's no way they wrote all of that down. <laughs> and so the ad libbing of so many lines makes it great. Totally. Um, how do you feel about the TikTok scene? Oh my, we'll take it from here, Batman. I <laughs> I was laughing so hard when that ended up being a thing because I was like, do people realize that this is a quote from Lego Batman out of I all movies? I don't think movies? people did. People usually don't. They absolutely did not. And I was like, I was rewatching that scene and like laughing really hard at it being like, man, if people knew the sequence in the movie that this is coming from i find it really funny when something just like gets taken out of context and used for some other entirely different purpose and yep tiktok does that over and over and over again a Um, lot usually sometimes it's bad sometimes it's good sometimes it's harmless this is the harmless one because i feel like like you said 
There are hundreds of people using that sound who <laughs> did not realize it's from Lego Batman. Even though you hear Batgirl say, we'll take it from here, Batman. Right? I, oh, my God. I want to know, like, what people's faces are going to look like if I could show them the movie and they, like, made some super serious TikTok about it. And I just, ah. Oh, because people did make super serious TikToks with it. Like, oh, yeah. We know they did. They love a sad song with a little bit of dialogue on they top do. of it. They do. Just this happened is... to be from the Lego movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any other quotes to stick out to you before we move on? Uh, I think it's it's mixture of quote and scene. It's the sequence where Robin's finding his, his own suit and they're going through all the different Batman suits. And so they find reggae. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like it's a little tight and then he rips it off and like it's his suit i just like i find it really charming the way that they <laughs> intersect like actual like literal lego movement with the animation that's always been very like satisfying to me um but yes i love that scene mm-hmm. i agree i agree <laughs> i would like to throw in a few other ones there's like the songs that go on in the background like so the music is a big part of this movie yes but one of the Batman songs, the chorus is like, or one of the lyrics is, who never skips leg day? <laughs> Batman, who always pays their taxes? And then the chorus says, not, not Batman. Not Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which is just great, like, self-realization that the rich don't usually pay their taxes. Totally. <laughs> so good. Yeah, the target audience for this movie, all over the place, all over the place. Um, One more, one more. Because there's so many great ones. But there's one line where Joker says, are you seriously saying there's nothing, nothing special about our relationship? (laughs) And Batman says, whoa, let me tell you something. Jaybird, Batman (laughs) don't do ships. And I think it's a very funny because (sighs) shipping is a very popular thing in media and culture. And I think it's funny this movie kind of like doesn't like attack it, but it definitely references like the idea of shipping and the fact that Batman doesn't ship people. Yes. And he, I mean, the whole, yeah, the whole premise of the movie is they're in a romantic relationship, it feels like. They're pining after each other and like Joker wants attention and Batman won't give it to him. And the very end, it's like the literal only thing that they (laughs) don't do is kiss each other. Like it's it's one step away from being a rom-com and it never, it it never gets to that point. But do you think uh, fan fiction exists of this movie? Are you kidding me, Joe? Of course fan fiction exists. Well, I don't movie. know. Are you a fan fiction reader, Maya? Are you going to make me admit that on your podcast? I You don't you have know... to admit anything you're not comfortable with. <laughs> I mean, okay, let's let's put fifth? it this way. I'm a I'm a young woman who grew up in the intersection of internet and pop culture and had way too much, you know, <laughs> unsupervised access to what the internet had to offer. Okay. I'll that's... let you make an educated guess from there. I yeah. I'm, that's, that's, all I'll, that's all I'll reveal. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. <laughs> I'm just curious now what uh, Overwatch hero you read fan fiction Stop. About. Oh, my God. You're too much. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, um, last quote. I promise. This is the last one. I thought it was really funny. When Joker comes back from the Phantom Zone and he's introducing all the villains that are there to destroy Gotham, he goes, and rounding out the evil all-stars, Wicked Witch, <laughs> Medusa, and British robots, and then the Daleks go, exterminate, and then the Joker says, ask your nerd friends, which so is just good. on brand. Uh, I was a big Doctor Who person growing up. I, I grew up in the Tumblr era. I was okay. 
you know, I know about Sherlock Whovians and mm-hmm. supernatural lusting. I got it. I get it. Wow. Did you have a Tumblr page dedicated to any fandom in particular? No, no, no. I just, <gasps> I trolled them. like, Or not trolled them. I so scrolled them mm. and kind of just uh, watched from the, the shadows of what's going on. I never had a page dedicated to anybody. Although I did love Doctor Who a lot. My <laughs> license plate frame, still Doctor Who themed. Nice. So when I saw the Daleks, I was like nerding out. But I definitely <laughs> was like... When people don't know, I was, oh, it's from Doctor Who. And so I, I can't relate to Joker saying, ask your nerd friends. He's he's there for you. He's got to get the context. Yes. He is there. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, All right. Let's move to one more segment. Oh, we have two more, but this is a segment called This or That. Okay. It's a game in some sense where the objective of this game is to answer as quickly as possible. Um, it's kind of like those like psychology tests where they say oh, peanut butter or bananas, and you have to, like, say the first thing that comes to your brain or something like that. Okay. Or I guess it's more like, if I say banana, what do you think of? That kind of thing. You're supposed to answer immediately. That's the point of the game. So I'm going to say this, and this is referring to Lego Batman, and I'm going to give you a second option, and it's going to be something in the same vein as Lego Batman, and you have to choose this or the other movie. Oh. Simple. So if I say this or Lego Movie 2014, you have to say either this or Lego Movie 2014. Be the say it fast and choose. Wait, so and I just at- choose one or the other? Yeah, Just choose one or the other. Okay, got it, got it. And at the end, we'll go back and talk about the ones you chose and uh, kind of break them down. Got it. All you ready? Right. Yep, I think so. This or Despicable Me? Oh, this. This or the live action Beauty and the Beast movie? Oh, This. This or Spider-Man Homecoming? Oh, Spider-Man Homecoming. (laughs) Wow. We want to come back to that. This or Coco? Oh, frick. This. Wow. This or Cars 3? This. (laughs) This or Thor Ragnarok? Thor Ragnarok. This or Paddington 2? Oh, you're going to hate me. I haven't seen Paddington 2. Oh, wow. We'll have to have that discussion afterwards. Unpack that, yeah. Or just end the podcast now. It was great <laughs> having you, Maya, on the episode on the show. Uh, this or the Emoji Movie? <laughs> easiest this of my life. This or Wreck-It Ralph? Ooh, this. Interesting, interesting. Okay, so a lot of these movies I mentioned, one are animated or two came out the same year as Lego Batman. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. So you chose this uh, Lego Batman over Despicable Me. Mm-hmm. Not too hot of a take, I don't think. Are you a Despicable Me fan? I actually am. I used to be a little bit more of a hater. I think in like 2014, I had like a Vine page. It was literally called Minions Boycott. Like I was not a fan of the Minions until maybe more recently. So yes, you're getting some lore right now. I, I think I was just like on the bandwagon for okay. for hating on Minions. But I rewatched Despicable Me actually recently in preparation to see The Rise of Gru. And... I really enjoyed it. I think that it is one of those movies where, like, maybe I was just a young teenager with, you know, I just loved to jump on the hate train. I yeah. was a part we of that, like, that phase too. Rotten Tomatoes like, audience where I love to be a hater. So, yeah, yeah, I don't know. We all go through that phase. You're not alone. At Thank one you. point in all of our lives, we are contrarians. We, True. We take a stance that we only take because it looks cool or it seems <laughs> cool. 
And then we get older and we realize, wow, I was kind of an asshole. Uh, I kind yeah. of like this. So that happens. I really that like happens. minions now. I have to admit it. I'm a minion lover. Did no you, more boycotting. Were you a gentle minion at the Minions Rise of Gru? Did you I did actually. Up? So funny story. When I went to see Rise of Gru, I dressed up as a minion. I ordered like goggles <laughs> and like painted them. I wore overalls <laughs> and a yellow shirt. And I showed up like three minutes late. And Alamo Draft House is pretty strict about their like no late entry policy. Mm-hmm, so I mm-hmm. showed up. And I was dressed up in my minion getup, and I'm standing outside the theater with the door closed, looking so sad because I can't go inside because there's no late entry allowed. And one of the employees like walks up and looks at me with the most pitiful eyes I've ever seen. And they <laughs> clearly think I'm just the world's largest minion fan ever. And they open the door for me and they're like, go ahead. And I'm like, thank you so much. Wow! I go to what see a story. Yeah, I'm sure they're like, "Wow, MXM tunes right there outside the theater in a Minions get up." I have oh to let gosh. her in. My legacy. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I did see Gentle Minions or Rise of Gru. I did not dress up, but that's I, so boring, I, Joe. You got to do. It. Are you going to dress up for Barbie this year? I will dress up for Barbie. A lot of people have been asking me that, which is a weird question. I didn't know it was like a. A movie people are dressing up as, but I will I gladly dress up for Barbie. I know. Please I will. do. I'm I loving the to. renaissance of like movie going kind of excursions that are that's yeah. happening. It's, that's we haven't point. seen like hype for movies like this in a really long time. Of course, remain respectful to all employees at the movie theater, but exactly. show up and be excited. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you make a really good point. There has been a kind of a lack of excitement around movie going, and totally. to have people kind of treat some of these movies like an event and dress up and have fun and like you said importantly treat the employees <laughs> and theaters with respect yeah it's a lot of fun to my defense okay. i went to a press screening of minions rise of crew so there was only oh. like eight people in the theater and there are like six of them are like old white guys so <laughs> me dressing up for minions rise of crew was not as enticing as maybe going to like an actual showing i'll give you a pass on that Thank I, you. I, it's acceptable i'll allow it <laughs> Uh, you chose the you chose Lego Batman over live action Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Was that a tough decision for you at all? It is, but not because of the movie necessarily. More so because I have a bias towards having an insanely huge crush on Emma Watson. I oh. I think for me again, I did not grow up with Disney being like a huge piece of my childhood in the way that I think a lot of other kids did. So seeing the live action Beauty and the Beast was like it was fun for me but i didn't have like an attachment to the animated version at, okay like a beforehand so that's the main reason mm-hmm. that makes sense that makes sense yeah. i feel like of all the live action disney movies people tend to really love this one i'm not like the i'm not a not a fan but i'm not a big fan i'm just very neutral on it that's how i feel I about a lot of yeah. these live action disney movies in general yes yeah totally so, you're not alone in that okay great. <laughs> you chose spider-man homecoming though over lego batman I'm noticing a pattern here where I think I just have really big crushes on the people in the movie (laughs) that influence my decision making. And Zendaya and Tom Holland are two of my biggest celebrity crushes that I have. Don't blame you. Yeah. And Spider-Man's also one of my favorite superheroes, generally speaking. Like I, I grew up having encyclopedias on like the marvel universe and doc or on you know dc and having batman encyclopedia i had a spider-man encyclopedia that i would look at over and over and over again so i have a really big soft spot for spider-man movies in a way that i don't for other superhero movies which is saying a lot because i've got a huge soft spot for them generally so yeah i i really enjoy tom holland spider-man i think he's an excellent excellent well said Mm -hmm. well said you chose this is one you need to do a lot of explaining i think (laughs) 
Between this and Coco, you chose Lego Batman over Coco. <laughs> I knew this was going to be a hot take because this is the my... hottest one so far. I know. The thing is, I really like both movies. I would probably select watching Lego Batman over watching Coco. It's kind of like, if I think about it this way, like Miyazaki, I could easily watch Totoro or Kiki's Delivery Service over and over again, but I can't watch Grave of Fireflies because it'll make me sob too hard and oh. the emotional impact of it's too like weight heavy too for heavy. me. Yeah. So I think for Coco, it's kind of in the same vein where like it almost pulls on my heartstrings a little too much that the idea of like watching it at the sheer rate that I watch Lego Batman at is it would be it would make me break apart into pieces. I Crumble. Think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, there was very few answers I was going to accept for choosing <laughs> Lego Batman over Coco. This is the best answer you could have chosen, I think. Oh, phew, thank God. Okay, cool. I passed. I think that's a very fair reason. I, I, as much as I love Coco, I don't watch it often because every time I watch it, it I just break, totally. and crumble, and I just devastate it every single time I watch it. Yes. So I don't watch it often because <laughs> it does devastate me. And your example in parallel to the Miyazaki Ghibli films and Grave of the Fireflies mm-hmm. is an excellent parallel. I don't think I've seen Grave of the Fireflies more than twice. I because... literally have seen it once and I haven't touched it since. I just yeah. can't even There's no bring reason to. to. I don't need to like yeah. put myself through that literal pain. I don't totally. need to like watch my heart break as I watch this movie. Absolutely. Enough Ghibli movies make me feel sad. Right? But like Grave of the Fireflies. Oh, geez. You're a shell of a human being. You can't watch it more than once. Exactly. So a great, a great analogy because I feel the same way. Do you have a favorite Ghibli, by the way? My favorite is Kiki's Livery Service. I have a soft spot for her as a also fellow young woman who feels incredibly lost in my life trajectory sometimes. And I'm a cat person. So easily I will feel very affinitized to her. I think beyond that, Spirited Away, kind of a basic pick. I love that pick. one, but mostly for the like ducks that have like little leaves on them in like the little bath section. <laughs> and uh, House of Pink Castle, I think maybe is my all time favorite. So those are wow. my top three. Does mm-hmm. this mean you're going to come back to talk about a Ghibli movie? I mean, if you'll have me, yeah, I can easily yeah. do it. Well, well <laughs> there's, a, there's an answer we got on this list that uh, you answered incorrectly. So we'll uh-huh. set to see. Uh, but yeah, Ghibli movies. I've seen them all. I love them all dearly. If I had to pick a favorite, I'm a Whisper of the Heart guy. I don't know if you've seen Whisper of the Heart. Oh, I love that one. Just like sheer good, wholesome content. That's a good one too for like feeling kind of lost, you know, about a young girl who's like doesn't know what to do with her life, feels like everybody in the whole world knows what they're doing except for her. It's a really relatable one. She's so real. Yep. She is is real. It's Lo-Fi Girl. Lo-Fi Girl. She is. Her cultural impact is crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. (laughs) Uh, This or Cars 3, you chose this. Yeah. No comment. You you got it right. Good job. Thank you. I'm Let's glad. <laughs> I'm passing with flying colors here. <laughs> uh, this or Thor Ragnarok. I think this kind of goes back to what you said earlier about really liking Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. You chose Thor Ragnarok. You're a fan. Why? What's going I, on? I, not yeah. in a bad way. I love Thor Ragnarok. It's a great. It's one of the best Marvel movies, in my personal opinion. I think it gets the balance of action and comedy really well in a way that a lot of the recent Marvel movies and even Marvel movies before. Missed the mark on for me personally. And I think that, you know, Thor as like a character in the MCU wasn't one that was like particularly loved or interesting, at least before Ragnarok happened. Like the first Thor movie is kind of hot garbage, in my opinion. Um, Mm. And Taika did a really great job of like bringing a lot of life to him, I think. And so, 
Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's like great soundtrack. It kind of it hits all like the Guardians of the Galaxy notes for me in a way that I didn't feel like some of the other movies were doing. So, wow. Yeah, I really Just like it. Spot on. Thank no you. No notes. I would agree with that completely. <laughs> I think Thor one. I, I'm going through a Patreon series right now, going through each MCU movie individually. Mm-hmm. And right now we are on Winter Soldier. So, one I watched Thor one. One of the great ones. Yes. And I watched Thor 2. And Thor 1, after watching it, you know, rewatching it for the first time in, you know, a lot of years, is not as bad as I remembered it being. It's bad, yeah. but not like awful. The second one, though, still terrible. It's and so bad. Oh my God. Very bad. But Thor Ragnarok, one of my favorites, always been one of my favorites, and for every reason you pointed out. Totally. So. Spot on. <clears throat> for the next one, I said this or Paddington 2. <laughs> You said, I have not seen Paddington 2, and I yeah. almost ended the recording to, to say goodbye. I can hang up right now if you need me to. I, Yeah, I haven't. I don't know why I haven't gotten around to it, because it is probably a movie that will quickly become one of my favorite movies I've ever seen before. Do you like I, joy? I, <laughs> Do you like actually, happiness? Actually, you know what? I'm not a fan. Not a fan of being happy. <laughs> not a fan of experiencing joy. Not a fan of really cute bears wearing raincoats. I... Okay. Yeah, I've got to watch sense, it. Then. I think immediately after this, that's what I'll go do. It'll be my homework. Have you I'll seen Paddington 1? Uh... I will say, <laughs> people always ask me, Joe, do I have to watch Paddington 1 to like Paddington 2? Do and you? I say, no. Oh. You'll understand what happens in Paddington 2. You won't be like missing out on like big plot points okay. or anything like that. You'll easily understand what's going on. However, the emotional impact of the ending of Paddington 2 hits way less hard if you haven't seen Paddington 1. That's enough for me to know then. I'm going to watch and the first one and the second one. The first one's good still. Like it's not yeah. it's not even bad. It's still good. It's a great origin story of Paddington and the trilogy is going to be rounding out in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. So you really want to get the first one under your belt. So I know. I'm going to get on that. I'll, I'll, well, I'll put uh, some work in. Perfect. Perfect. So while you may not need to watch Paddington 1 to watch Paddington 2, it helps a lot. Plus it's good. It's not as good as Paddington 2, but still good. Well, it's okay because at least it's not like the opposite way around. I'd prefer it to, you know, get better in its yeah, quality exactly. as it continues. So I agree. I'm excited. I agree. Um, this or the Emoji Movie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I wrote it down only because I think the Emoji Movie came out around the same time. Yes. Not really a competition there. Great. No, cool. Not cool. at all. Not this or Wreck It Ralph? You chose Lego Batman. I did. I enjoy Wreck It Ralph though. I I like it a lot. I think it's like. In a way, I think the Emoji Movie and Wreck-It Ralph kind of have like similar issues that I find where it feels a little too like branded content in some aspects where I'm oh, like, okay, like this feels a little too on the nose. Whereas I think something like the Lego Batman villain sequence where you're seeing a lot of other franchises come into play didn't feel like kitschy to me in a way that some of the Wreck-It Ralph stuff does. Because um, I think like... I don't know. Wreck-It Ralph is built on more, maybe more like fictionalized areas. So I don't have like the connection to like Lord of the Rings or whatever in the way that I do when like Sauron shows up. But I still enjoy Wreck-It Ralph. I like it a lot. I haven't watched it in a long time. I would say most animated movies aside from the Emoji movie, which I hesitate to call a movie and instead just a <laughs> large advertisement, um, usually end up being something I enjoy. So yeah, yeah. I think that's really well said too. Mm-hmm. I think Wreck-It Ralph... I like the first one. I think the second one is not as good. Yeah. And it's because of the reasons you said. All the references feel less genuine and more like 
got almost not pandering, but it does feel like they're just trying to throw references at you to get you to like the movie rather than totally. have it rooted in its story. The first yes. one does it a little bit better. You know, seeing like Zangief in the beginning mm-hmm. and all the villains, like that makes sense because he's, he's in a villain support group. <laughs> that was very funny. I like that part. I think like, yes, any situation like that, usually I find very funny. But yeah. Yeah, I mean... They're not in the Phantom Zone, so they're I, not just, in the Phantom Zone. Yeah. This is so true. This is true. <laughs> Although I think Zangief would be in the Phantom Zone, probably. Maybe Doctor Eggman from Sonic would be there as well. There's <laughs> you know, different universes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, the last segment of the episode. All right. Just kind of like a a nice way to end the episode. If you like this movie, I recommend this movie. So if someone were to come to you, Maya, and say, mm. "I love the Lego Batman movie. I get this vibe that you do as well." What should I watch if I like it? What would you recommend to somebody? Ooh. I mean, it's the most obvious answer, but I think both Lego movies are just pure joy in the same way that Batman, Lego Batman is. So for sure that, if you haven't watched it, I've run into a lot of people that get surprised that I tell them like Lego Batman is one of my favorite movies and they will say like, oh, I thought that was like a kid's movie. I haven't watched the first Lego movie and all that stuff, but you should watch them. Check them okay. out because there's no other animation style like it because the, I don't know, it's so good. I, I agree. I'm trying to think of like something else that kind of hits the mark of like animated but having a lot of dialogue that doesn't necessarily follow the rating that it, it's was, a really, it was given. It's a unique movie. And yeah. yeah, like you said, not many quote unquote kids movies are having this like more mature jokes and dialogue that only adults will get mm-hmm. shrek is a good option because that's actually shrek does yes that. incredible reference i do feel like shrek is the penultimate version of that um yeah god i rewatched it recently and i was like whoa how Are did you, my uh, parents let me see this i know shrek one well both of them have a lot of adult it references but wild shrek one i remember rewatching maybe a year and a half ago and i've seen it a, you know, a bunch of times but i watched it for the first time kind of with a careful eye to, to notice some things I never noticed before. And there are some jokes that I know for a fact went over my head as a kid. <laughs> there is a scene in Shrek where Shrek walk, Shrek and Donkey walk up to Duloc Castle. And Shrek goes like, was, or I think Donkey goes like, big castle. And Shrek goes, compensating for much? That, and oh my God, we had the same reaction. I was literally never. like, whoa, I had never caught that before. <laughs> what yeah so like all those references never caught it i think that's very aligned for like the lego batman type humor are you a shrek one or shrek two truther i'm a shrek one truther till i die i really that's i really like it it's maybe it's just a nostalgia factor for me but i really enjoy it i'm a shrek one loyalist as well i I go shrek one I, i love shrek two but i'm more of a shrek one guy i think shrek one they just had no like boundaries on what they were going to make and so it's way more fun to watch it because the, a lot of the stuff that they put in there were like well this could be the only time we do this so let's just kind of like throw everything at the wall and put it into the movie i like that for sure i agree mm-hmm. i agree we'll have to be careful not getting any hate dms shrek 2 has some really fervent fans i'll fight passionate fans no problem i've got a yellow belt they, they better fear <laughs> fear me you can 1v1 us in overwatch and we'll settle it there <laughs> that's that's how we'll settle it the only other movie I could think of as a recommendation, more recent, but Puss in Boots and Last Wish, I feel I like is really good. I wrote that down really too. Good. Yes. It, yeah. it, 
does the same thing for me where I'm like, oh, the animation's really cool. The dialogue's really funny. The characters are really interesting. Like, yes, very, very, very good. Would recommend I completely that. agree. Mm-hmm. I wrote down Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. I wrote down, I wrote down Wreck-It Ralph again and Shrek. True. Um, I thought Wreck-It Ralph, like we know we talked about not being as good as Lego Batman, but the but first one enjoyable. I think is very enjoyable. Yes. Has a lot of those references. It's pretty fun. Um, have you ever seen the, the old comedy movie Airplane? Yes. I think Airplane really kind of resonates with me and it reminds me a lot of this movie where there's a lot of jokes, a lot of dialogue, a lot of like offhanded lines that are not maybe not intended to be the main yes. punchline, but they're really funny. Incredible reference. That is a really good way to put it. It's very snakes on a plane. I don't know how to like, yeah, it's 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 good. It's really good. <laughs> I think that I read somewhere the writers of Lego Batman were very inspired by the airplane comedies of like the 80s and 90s and uh, Naked Gun, those type of humor. <laughs> so if that humor in Lego Batman resonates with you, Airplane uh, would be a great recommendation. It's a fun, classic movie. For sure. Perfect. We have reached the end, Maya. Any final thoughts on Lego Batman before we close? Always. I think one of the things I run into the most is people just discrediting animated movies. I think they just kind of put them on a shelf and think that they're not worthwhile to watch. But if you open your mind a little bit, you're going to find a lot of great content out there. Lego Batman's one of them. Puss in Boots is one of them. Wreck-It Ralph is one of them. Despicable Me is one of them. I, I just hope that people kind of look at what can be considered as like children's media sometimes as also being things that are worth a shot. So give them, give them a little listen. Give them a watch. Check them and out. I say, yeah, really ditto. Uh, because there are some really great animated movies out there. There's a whole Ghibli catalog of like what? just fantastic films. Yeah. And yeah, maybe some of them are for quote unquote kids, but some of those movies are dark. I mean, mm-hmm. We talk about Grave of the Fireflies, but there's it's a whole like other- war and loss and grieving it's it's intense exactly and Mm -hmm. even like Howl's moving castle or like uh spirit away yeah princess mononoke all those movies are pretty dark they have some really dark complex themes anyways it's my rant animated movies rule and uh never ignore them couldn't agree more i'm standing up and clapping for you right now oh (gasps) thank you so much thank you thank you i'll take my bow take my bow perfect uh well maya thank you so much for being on before we end I, I guess shout yourself out plug yourself i mean sure. you know you're you're very well known and, and respected songwriter Aww. singer and so i don't know if many people need to know where you're at but you know what <laughs> just in case where can we find you well i use the handle mxm tune on everything you can find me on social media chronically online all the time um <laughs> and because this is a movie podcast my letterbox is maya pog p-o-g so Check it out. I watch a lot of stupid stuff. I love to review it. Um, And this summer I'm going to be on tour. So if I'm coming to a city near you and you are curious about listening to me when I'm not talking, (laughs) you can can check that out. And other than that, I'll just be on Overwatch also with the name MXM Tune. (laughs) It comes full circle. Grinding for that plat, for that diamond. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I will always link all your information in the description of the episode. So all of Maya's links will be in the episode description. Make sure to check her out on all platforms. Check out the tours coming up. Other than that, for the House of Cinema podcast, we have a Patreon. Check out the Patreon. We've got exclusive episodes for the MCU, for A24, and for horror movies. A lot of content for the patrons. Check it out if you can. If you can't, don't worry about it. Thanks for supporting by listening anyways. I greatly appreciate it. Next time you hear my voice, it'll be for something. I'm not really sure what it's going to be for, but it'll be for something. (laughs) But uh, I'll see you guys next week.